0: Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio, with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. His love is the main thing. His love
1: is the main thing. If God said to us, sell everything and leave we could and we would if God said it then we would do that and to have everything in that open-handed posture see that's generosity that's generosity if he if he tells you I want you to give all of that to this family because they need it more than you and I'll take care of you. you don't have to worry but they don't know how to lean on me like you know how to lean on me so you give it all to them
0: Today, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will encourage you to obey the Lord no matter what. Sometimes God asks us to do things that are really hard. Maybe that hard thing is leaving a job, leaving a relationship, or leaving family and friends behind in a move. Whatever your hardship may be, trust that the Lord will use it for His glory. Now, here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in the book of Genesis chapter 19, as they continue their message, Sneaky Spirit of Smallness.
1: You're no longer a mere mortal, as he said to the Corinthians. You are now holy. You, You have been made righteous. Live like it, he says. And I mean that's that's what I see. That if if we're doing that, if we're if we're living in humility before God and before one another, if if we're living open-handedly, a good way to understand generosity. It doesn't mean that you have to give away everything you have. You know that you can never have anything. What it means is that everything you are and everything you have. You hold completely open-handedly before God. And you're always willing. I had this conversation with God today. I'm telling you, I had it today. I was so, she doesn't even know this. I was so tempted to give everything away and rejoin you through the mission.
2: Did you and just,
1: it? No, I didn't.
2: I didn't. <laughs> tempted
1: was the key word, Tempted. No, because God hadn't told me to do that. But it was just something that I was watching a teaching, a long teaching, and I was just so inspired again. You know, there is a world to reach with the gospel. There are people dying. There are millions of people are going to go to hell this year. Anyway, do something. Do something is the next one. We can we can do that. We can we can get busy. You, we can't do everything, right? None of us can do everything, but we can work together and do a lot more, and and actually be serious about about asking God, about listening to God, about our purpose not, to not just assume. I used to assume. Listen, it's so. It, I remember the day it hit me. When you know, I was working. I was working a career. I mean, I had, I had so much opportunity. I had a huge future with the company that I worked for, and I was kind of blindsided by the fact that I enjoyed it. I had never, ever, ever considered retail as a possibility. I, I grew up. It was like either farming or construction. It was, you know, that maybe real estate, but. You know, and, and then all of a sudden, construction and real estate and all that stuff blew up. 1980, it went away. There was none in Georgia. And, and I got a job in retail. And I was like, wow, this is fun. I like this, this is good. I had this, and I just thought, this is what I'll do. And then I got saved, and God began to deal with me, and I realized, no, this is not what I'm gonna, I'm not gonna give my life to this. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend my life in this. But I don't know what to do. I came down here to train. And I thought, you know, God spoke so clearly. Youth with a mission, I want you to jump. Don't just train with them. I want you to join. I want you to sign up. I want you all in. I thought it was for life. Well, then a year later, he spoke to me about South Beach. So I just assumed it was for youth with a mission. I had no idea it wasn't for youth with a mission that he was about to pull me out of youth with a mission. He wanted me to do something totally different, another course change. And I've had several of those kind of experiences along the way, and one day it dawned on me, nothing is forever, necessarily. So, okay, whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to go, you just say the word, and we're out of here. And I've tried, unsuccessfully at times, but I've tried to keep our family in a position. If God said to us, sell everything and leave, we could. And we would, if God said it, then we would do that. And to have everything in that open-handed posture, see that's generosity, that's generosity. If he, if he tells you, I want you to give all of that to this family, because they need it more than you, and I'll take care of you, you don't have to worry, but they don't know how to lean on me like you know how to lean on me, so you give it all to them. Could you do it? Do you trust him like that? See, that's, that's generosity. And then that focus, and this is a weakness of mine. You can pray for me, this thing of, you know, like I said, hospitality, doing something for others and inviting people over and stuff like that. That's, that's her, but it's, it's not so much me. So you pray for me, I'll pray for you. Being, being meek, being sensitive, if we lived that way, we would do so much damage to the enemy in South Florida do you realize that it only took 12 men to change the entire world in the first century? Jesus took 12 men, 11, and then he added Paul in. So, Change the whole world, the Bible says, in no time.
2: Our goal, exactly, is not, it's not just what we do. It's the heart from where it flows, because you can do Many right things and have a small heart and even have a shrinking heart. Many do that as well. It's the focus. It's the heart approach. Um, Lot, we don't know what he did with his life. His daughters were virgins. He must have done something right in Sodom. He was a righteous man, but his focus, the thing that I think is a danger in this, the spirit will bear fruit in action, but it's the spirit, it's the heart that breaks the action. You know, God tells us, guard your heart, for it's the spring of life, from Proverbs 4. And, and he told Solomon, who did everything right, I'll give you a largeness of heart. It's this, it's, it has to do with what, what we focus on, because you can do the right things and you can be grieved over the things that grieve God as Lot was, and shrink.
1: He was tormented and yet he shrunk.
2: That's the thing. That's what has me so fascinated by this because we can sit down and agree on all that should be done and agree on all that's wrong and shrink. Yeah. And so the, diff- like, I'm like, so what, how do we not? We're living in a culture that's no better. How do we not? The culture is not the issue. It's it, the grieving what God grieves is not the issue. It has to be something of that opposite spirit. Yeah. And, and that's why we started the night praising what we don't see in lot is anything of praising God. we don't see any gratitude even while he was saying you showed me great mercy from saving me but I want to do it on my terms so I'm not going to go where you're telling me it, what was it gratitude then? was it humility you know so, so well
1: and there wasn't fellowship either I mean there was no there no was, there was no
2: he couldn't find 10 men was, yeah. after he'd been there for a long time. And so there's a lot there to zoom in on. So it's not to burst the bubble. Yeah, let's go save the world. But you can go do that and have a shrinking heart. That's what we've lived long enough to know. You can go do the right things with a shrinking heart if it is not a heart enlarged by God.
1: Yes. No. I, all I'm all I'm saying is we're what we're talking about. In in order to be enlarged, we have to go in this opposite spirit. Yeah. And we're going to expand on that. But it's not just about the spirit. It's not just about the mind. I mean, it's, it is about the doing and not just about the thinking.
2: No, no, I, I completely agree, and that's why we do it together. But it's, it's important that we have seen many great men fall. Many great men do great things and fall. That is not what we're after. They were not small, they were great in the eyes of man. We didn't know till much later that they were, so they were not, how small they were. And that's why this is such a sobering teaching for us because you can look phenomenal to the Christian world or whoever you want your audience to be and not have this. And that's what, I think that's why it shook us so much in this context.
0: That's all we have time for today on Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. We're so glad you joined us, and we hope you'll be back next Friday at this same time. Each time you tune in, you'll hear from God's Word, learn what His heart is for you and your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how you can put His love into practice in your community. You'll hear from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth and other exciting guest speakers as we navigate the reality of the church in this modern world. If you'd like to listen to additional Community Night teachings, visit mainthingradio.com today. You'll find our archive of these messages as well as the Monday through Thursday verse-by-verse teachings from Pastor Robert. You'll also be able to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Do you live in Miami Beach? If so, we'd love to see you this Sunday at Calvary, Miami Beach. Join us at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study with Pastor Robert. We're also live streaming all of our services on our church website and Facebook Live. Find out more at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to the church website. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.